Them boys are trying to take one last step of capturing this here air elemental. Let's see if they'll get down to it this week on Havel's Heroes. Uh, one means first place, right? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco, and I'm your host and DM. Uh, we have a wonderful cast of characters to introduce to you tonight. They're the same ones from last week. We got Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I really am a good bard. We have James as Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. Dave as Zero Villains Avatar of War. He's silently sitting here contemplating whether I should go with world's best bard on my mug next to see what happens. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Little part of my brain just exploded inside of my Chaos head. will ensue. <laughs> Our dear friend Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. It's good to be back. Zach as Paradol Lincolnwoods. Well, the best drinker and... Possibly the best troll? Amazing. <laughs> the best part is, I don't ever even need to do it. I just need you to know that I can. <laughs> <laughs> and John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Do we still want the moon boots? That was funny because like, I was trying to think of like, yeah, Paradell probably has never actually seen zero drink before this. <laughs> Like anything. Yeah. Right. right. Uh-huh. So I was trying to elaborate to Hedrick on like, oh, all these occasions I would probably just immediately draw a blank and just try to use like frilly language to fluff up fluff up the rest of it. Um, so when we last just left off. Great. Yeah. Speaking of the, uh, you know, the moon boots, uh, you were now, again, paralyzed with crippling indecision as you were now flying down back to the mountain and realizing, oh, shit, we never shopped when we were trying to get Hedrick away from the giants that he said, I need to get out of here, fellas, about. Yeah, but, yeah, but moon boots. So you are, you are, mid, you are mid-flight <laughs> heading back down. Let's just go. Oh, shit, fellas, you know what we forgot? <laughs> what? I already said, moon boots. <laughs> yeah, well, what do we need them for on Earth, man? We'll All be right, fine. I suppose I don't need them. I can jump pretty high. We don't want to send Hendrick back to that woman. I'll have some prototypes ready for the next time we come up here. Fair enough. I won't do it. You can't make me. <laughs> I feel like Hedrick digs his heels into his griffin and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just dives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys make it down. Uh, you have to return the griffins to the America's mother. Bullshit. Uh, she won't let us borrow them for Bullshite. a one, one quick We could be the hunt. coolest humans in the fucking world. Jarrell is going to try because... J- what was that? that? Yeah, yeah, what was that? I don't know. That was not a dog, but no. it sounded like a dog. Let's it try that again. Ghost. It was a ghost. Yeah, obviously. Right. It's got to be. It's like a ghost dog or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good dog, <laughs> but a ghost, one that's dead. Anyways. Gerald really likes riding the Griffins, and his whole, uh, whole, his whole plan last episode was that they would go hunt the air elementals 
With the Griffin? With the Griffins. Okay, so you're going to try to uh, uh, um, persuade the Mercus Mother? Honorable Mercus Mother, would you allow us to ride these Griffins just one last time? Can I, like, com- I have really good animal handling, so could I, like, be in the background not talking but ha- attempting to handle one to show off our skills? That we that really we can, like them? We can handle this. <laughs> not only is he persuading you, but we got this. So before you roll, I want to ask you, what do you imagine handling it is? <laughs> <laughs> so, describe, like, what you want to do, like, with, you know, and then... And, and, uh, in Hobbit's mind's eye, yeah. what is his ideal of showing off for this situation? Yeah. Of showing He's off. He's literally going to walk to the front of it, put his hand. Are you so you're standing on your griffin now? No. Okay. I've dismounted. We're okay. on the ground. Yeah. Oh, I understand. Okay. I've dismounted. Okay. He's looking right at me, and I just she. have my she's looking right at me. I have my hand on her nose, and she's just like laying down. That's what I'm gonna attempt to do is like get her to just relax, you know? She came down. We're gonna fucking we're gonna chill here. I a little boop on the snoot. So you like just literally just like just calm. <laughs> right. I want to show her that we we can control these animals. Should Jarrell be able to persuade her to letting us? Like you know how to take care right. of this creature. Right. You're not just. Like, I don't have the talking. You're not in it for a joyride. Right. Sure. Give me an animal handling check. Not a good one, fam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good bonus on this, Jarrell, so I really was trying to help you out here, brother. It's a seven. Oh. Four is a good so bonus. So he's just whacking the beak. Four no. is a good bonus. <laughs> no, no, no. He he does attempt to calm it, but it like snaps at your hand. Like it doesn't like you don't it doesn't actually get your hand, but like you kind of like you have to recoil. Okay. Um before it then reluctantly lays down. Okay. But it like it's it, it, it's a little ruffled. Sorry, Jarrell. Uh, Jarrell, you are now making me a persuasion check at disadvantage. Oh, what? damn it! All right. Oh, damn! Nine. Um, you guys are uh, taking the scenic route. All right, back down to your campsite. As the America's mother says, "I think you've had enough fun, outsiders." Jarrell wants to pet the griffin one more time before he goes. He liked him. <laughs> sure. That's I, okay. Yeah, just pet him. Yeah. We're I, out. I can accept that. A little tear rolls down Jarrell's cheek and yep. he leaves the griffin. So you guys kind of make the walk of shame back down to your camp. Quinn puts his hand on Hoblet's shoulder and says, it was a good try. It was a good try. Oh, I love that beast. Didn't love you back, apparently. Ah, uh, she'll come around. <laughs> they always do. <laughs> yeah, and then they marry you. Uh, yeah, sometimes you don't want them to come around. <laughs> you want them to stay where they are in the clouds. Away <laughs> from the clouds. <laughs> so I, I imagine we start walking faster. <laughs> uh, yes, and you eventually make it down. Um, you get there now. Dobertrum, uh, you notice, is actually along with you. You have no idea how long he's been here, but you guys did a great job of not noticing that he was yeah, there. Yeah, you did a good job of not bringing him up. Thanks for bringing him back to my radar. We acted like he wasn't there. Yeah, well, You guys did your job. Like it was almost here. as if, narratively, he wasn't. Where were you, Stooge? <laughs> Hedrick's just going to look over his shoulder. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nick, yeah, meet the Stooge. Jump, jump. 
<laughs> he's still wearing like that like oversized parka where he just it looks like a tube. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just like <laughs> <laughs> just like Kenny overbundled. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking he, like a Christmas story. Oh, I can't put my arms. Oh yeah, I can't put my arms, arms down. I can't put my arms. No, his arms are definitely straight down. Like that that part oh. is is definitely good. But yeah, he's, he's got, got like, it right, I guess. Yeah, but he's just, yeah he's but he's upright. He looks like his his shoulders are just like square. Like with like he has no neck. You know what I mean? With mm-hmm. the with the way he's wearing this like coat on himself. Um, and he's just kind of trotting along with you guys, you know what I mean? But you see him kind of like, <laughs> like huffing and puffing to catch up. I apparently the mountains have not been kind to him, hmm. but again, you have no idea where he's been or how long he's been with you or what he saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and you make it, you, you, you bring the unconscious Mort with you guys as well. He's the... Giant ale, Giant's Ale was much stronger than we actually anticipated. Also, I think that he, you know, he was knocked out by his own brilliance, obviously, with the clap on, clap off, which he is still wearing. <laughs> because he hasn't had a moment to change. Mm-hmm. Um, Hedrick's probably walking alongside or helping carry and yeah. getting some warmth from, from those little sparklers, but... It's just magic. It's not yeah, really that warm. Yeah, it's not that warm, so he's just he feels bad that he's not feeling warm. Yeah, he really, you know, he, he took a bit of a tumble, you know, but uh, he'll be okay. He'll be all right. Um, but yeah, you may make it back to the camp. His, re, you know, the retainers are all there, all Jarrell's people. And uh, yeah, you, you, have, you have some horses. Um, there was an extra horse. But they're not griffins. Because of pepper, because Mort was using the coconuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so as long as someone promises to give them back to Mort, Someone can ride the coconuts if we are short a horse. I always ride the coconuts. Oh man! I'd like to ride them with. So, so who's one, doing one the clicking and who's doing in the front? Uh, I love this. However, I don't. However, <laughs> you know how in D and D, like some spells, like when they in the description it says like you know one willing creature, right? I feel like for this, like they need to be willing. So, are you a willing creature? <laughs> well, <laughs> seems so like an odd way to ask for consent. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no means no. Hey, baby, um, you willing so, creature? Uh, <laughs> oh no! Don't I mean, do that. That. That don't is, make it weird. That is, don't make it weird. That is exactly that what tonight. that means. Uh, so, <laughs> what? What is the? What does? Remind me what the coconuts do again. I, I think I remember. As long as you are clapping them together um, and like galloping, you have you can move at the speed of a horse for the next eight hours. You can only use them once per day. And one person is allowed to ride along pretend if, to hold the reins. Right, yeah, right, right. if they ride up front with one hand on their hip and one <laughs> arm outstretched, right, galloping along. That's the rule. Uh, so are these coconuts uh, so like you, so, if you were, so so Hedrick, if you were riding along, you'd be in the front. So yeah. I I need you to look the stupidest. So I want you doing the the coconuts. The, no, the the coconuts aren't. No, I want. To do the <laughs> okay, Quinn, I'm already trotting. Beautiful. Okay. So Quinn starts clopping so, the clopping the coconuts. The coconuts. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm assuming that the rest of us... I like the fact that I got to say clopping coconuts. The rest of us have mounted our steeds. Yes. And, uh, right. Yeah, okay. who's, who's taking mine, though? Well, I guess we don't have... We should bring it on. Steeds. 
Frickin one of them is carrying. Uh, we each have our own griffin now. No, no. horses. Oh, horses. Oh, horses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We horses. no longer have oh, winged animals. right. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. do recall a couple episodes back saying, <laughs> someone says, it takes a real, like, real person to fly a horse. We weren't talking about Pegasi. <laughs> Anyone can fly a Pegasus. You know you're the real thing if you can fly a horse. So, I mean... Anybody got fly? No. Oh. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I could press I'm assuming you guys had uh, you guys trying to scour the mountains for an air elemental. Is that the yep. next step? Is that yep. your plan? Looking for a stormy weather. Hey. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> hey, Baradil. Perhaps you could ask that annoying little clip where we could find an air elemental. I guess I could try to not find an air elemental, and it might show up and tell me how to do it. <laughs> right. Not quite what I was getting at, but I like it. <laughs> so, man, I hope so, we don't run into an air elemental. How, yeah, Pardo how do you will... not try to find an air elemental? Do I have to roll persuasion for this, maybe? <laughs> no. So we're just walking around trying not to. <laughs> into yeah. what well, you're I'm just going to be walking around just hoping that I, I I will be hope silently and aloud hoping that I do not find an air elemental I, was, I will say I hope we do oh jeez so you know it would ruin my day if I uh, ran into an air elemental I sure am trying not to do that I'm trying not to find an air elemental certainly that's what I'm trying to not do are you I, feeling well Paradil? there's a poof on your shoulder oh, oh. interesting <laughs> The clip appears and looks at you and says, It appears you're trying to not find an air elemental. <laughs> Have you tried diving off one of the cliffs on these mountains? God damn. That's <laughs> <the> <laughs> best way to avoid an air elemental. Uh, give me a um, intelligence saving. Oh, Wait. No. Oh, my God. I think it's an intelligence wow, saving throw. you yeah, went hard in- on that one. Intelligence saving throw. DMs are dicks. Was it? It's a twelve. You don't think that's great advice? (laughs) 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 That's true. The number was low enough to be scared, though. And he just goes and disappears again. All right, cool. Anyway, (laughs) back to actually trying to find the air (laughs) elemental. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, so I guess like give me a general plan. You got like you know there's like the, there's like woodlands. There's like big you know like some some like little like larger rocky like flat areas around here. I mean, you guys could probably start you could probably, you guys could probably start searching around like maybe looking for a storm or something like. Yeah, kind of that's curious, what, like, what you guys are doing. Yeah, what yep. time of day is it? Um, at this point now we're like maybe late morning, maybe at eleven o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try to climb up the tallest tree in sight. Or, I mean, what is our view like out in, into the mountains or yeah, we're on the top of the mountain? Um, kind of, we're like around where your camp is. There's definitely um, like some larger, like, like kind of like some areas where like the terrain still levels out mm-hmm. as like the mountain is gaining an elevation. Mm-hmm. There's some, there are some trees kind of like at least like kind of blocking view of like anything further to like your, like as it, as it descends down. But 
like up ahead of you is a little bit more is starting to clear. Like some of the trees are a little bit more sparsely like placed. Uh, you have your hand raised. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask my God. Yeah, no, it's, 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 a, it's a new day. It is a new today. Is a latter day. So, okay, what prayer are you offering to Klingon? No, don't forget. You are literal. You are asking a literal god for assistance. So, like, make it worth the ask. Make sure you ask it right. <laughs> Best come. Send us twelve hookers. <laughs> oh damn it! I do it. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So we just want to find one. Yeah, I we, mean, just, we just need a air elemental. Yeah. Just tell them to bring us an air elemental. Oh, great Clangadin. Send us on the path of an air elemental, preferably low level and easily captured. <laughs> <laughs> Love Hoblet, your faithful servant, always and forever, and ever, and ever, and ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's the closest I've gotten, but no. What is it? 25. Ah, so close, but no. (sighs) Sorry, guys. Um, It was worth a shot. It was a great prayer. It was worth a shot. It was a great prayer, but... um, you don't feel any divine answer. Ah, he's not speaking with me today. Damn it. Does anyone know how to find one of these? We've run into two so far. I mean, I am a mountain dwarf. Would I know anything about... Sure, why don't you give me... um, Nature? You know what? Fuck it. Survival. I'll give it to you. Also, the difference between nature and survival is ridiculous. And it bothers me. I feel like sometimes they're so closely related. Well, yeah, I would need to know how to avoid them to survive. So I would need to know where they were at. Sure, I will give you that. See, there you go. Boom. You argued successfully with me. Oh, 12. 12? I mean, you know that they definitely thrive more where, like, the wind can blow, like, freely. We should head out to the open, boys. Perhaps up in the cliffs. Yeah, so you probably want to ascend a little bit more um, now that you've, like, regrouped with everybody. Um, so you at least you have a sense of direction. So you guys can wander around. I want someone else to give me maybe a survival check just to kind of navigate. Who wants to navigate besides Hoblet? Yeah, no. Not me. I failed. Does anybody have any? Can I do like an insight or a history or um, a nature check? Not history. Nature check. Okay. Um, yeah, like maybe to try to determine, you know, are you guys like heading towards maybe like the, the ripe environment for like the conditions for like, you know, an air elemental to appear? Yeah, I feel like Paradil is sort of... Um, like looking out, eyes squinting towards the horizon, mm-hmm. trying to gain some insight. <laughs> I don't know about insight. I will. It's going to have to be intelligence based. Okay. Honestly, so it's either going to be uh, history, or maybe even arcana. Always giving you history. I'll just do nature. Okay. It's uh seventeen. Oh yeah. Um. So. So air elementals are, in their own right, magical creatures, right? They are sort of a byproduct of the elemental plane in which they, you know, their energy originated from. So in this case, you know, the plane of air. And um, they tend to occur or sort of like, you know, enter the prime material plane through 
variety of things. You know, there are certain powerful, like, storms, right, that are infused with magic that could summon them here, or there's even, like, you know, ways to summon them via magic. Um, but if you were to find one sort of naturally occurring in this region, you know, similar to an area you found before, I mean, if you were to look around these at this elevation long enough, probably you'd think you'd probably be able to track one down in, like, two hours. Guys, I've been looking over the horizon. I squinted, and I think I can find an air elemental within two hours. Two hours, you say? Two hours. Glorious. I'm certain of it. Two hours is great. Like, if I were to gauge my certainty, like, 17 out of 20, I would give it a 17. Better than three hours. <laughs> or on a scale from 1 to 20. I was... <laughs> <laughs> The scale of what? I would give it a 17. I'd yeah. give it, yeah, I'm 17. Let's go. Certain. Lead the way. It's 85%. Okay. I'm, 80, I'm 85% certain. Yeah. yeah. On a scale of 1 to 20, my dice said, fuck your fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> so if we, if we remember, um, Zero has the capturing device. Mm-hmm. He does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... I think I can remember something about uh, like a certain chime or song calling air elementals. And I'm going to, within the next hour, fashion a clockwork device to play an air elemental calling tune. I love it. Sure. You make one. <coughs> I don't know what that sounds Since we've got some travel time, Hedrick is going to want to use his uh, feet for his inspiring leader. Okay. He's going to start playing a song to inspire everybody, and it will give them temporary hit points. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So what kind, of, what kind of temp HP are we looking at here? 7 plus 5, 12. Everyone's got 12 temporary HP. I think that is like a little extra HP shield you got. Isn't that nice that Hedrick gave us 12 <laughs> temporary HP? I feel a... Boost of energy from you, Hedrick. It's nice to have you in the group, my friend. So what he's what he's playing is, uh, all we're looking for is dust in the wind. <laughs> all we want is dust in the wind for the air. And you're playing this over his <laughs> song that's supposed to call the air elemental. Yeah, there's a bit of a clash, <laughs> but I would like for both Same of you. Time. Both of you make me performance checks. Twenty. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> Combined, your efforts are beautiful enough to summon. Two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> At about the one hour, 58 minute mark, (laughs) things start to happen. The wind picks up. And you can start to see almost like a cyclone forming um, not far from you guys, probably within 30 feet of you. Daryl charges right towards it. That appears to be the beginning of an air elemental. (laughs) That's great, because what I was about to say was that as this cyclone begins to take shape and as Jarell is running at it, a crash of thunder happens and this lightning bolt just arcs straight down into the center of this cyclone. Jarell, I need you to make me a dexterity save, please. Not good at those. Nine. Okay, cool. 
you are going to take only you're going to take nine thunder damage. Okay. And uh, you are knocked prone, and we're going to roll initiative. Jarrell screams, "Damn it! Hit that thing, Hoblet!" It's initiative time again, Jarrell. It'll be dead by the time I get to hit it. <laughs> I know. Last time when we fought the dragon, Fran just went around the table and started at the opposite end of the Bullshit. table. Oh, you! But you also don't want to kill this thing. Don't forget. Right. We gotta you catch need it. You catch it. Yeah. Zero. It is your turn. Uh, Zero is going to start by opening fire. I, of course you would. I mean, yeah. like, what else would any other uh, rational person do? I don't know. There's something about negotiate or, you know, guile or trickery. And, no, we're getting shooting. So, um, let's see. First two out of the three attacks. And I didn't declare it in advance, so we're not sharpshootering any of these. But okay. they, they will beat AC since they're way over 20. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yep, thanks. Just That's all I needed to know. All right. The third one we'll do with sharpshooter. Okay. That is... 11 plus 6 uh, for 17. You got it. Yep, all three are hits. All right. Watch him kill, watch him kill this thing, and then you have to find another oh one. God bless America. <laughs> Zero. Think of yourself as like, it's, you're like, you know, it's almost like you're playing Pokemon right now. All right, so... You gotta uh, capture it. <laughs> uh, so, 45. Damn. This thing already looks like it's been shook, shook by some thunder... Uh, not of its own. Good. We'll action surge, and I'll throw the ca- uh, catcher under it. Okay. Um. So, let's see. I'm going to I'm I'm <laughs> do, do a percentile based on how much HP it has remaining. All right. Like, how, like what percent of HP it has remaining. So. Give it zero. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to roll initiative. You catch it. Yay! <laughs> First try. Right. To the Pokédex. So Please. I so wrap the thing back on. So my. listen. Okay. I let the dice aside. I'm going to let you know how I did this. So this thing had, I rolled it, it had 90 hit points, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you did 45 damage. That's half its hit points. So I decided 50% on the die. If it's below 50, you catch it. If it's above 50, you don't. It was a 37. Nice. You caught it. Uh, <laughs> and Zero's just going to casually stroll up and grab the box. Well, hot damn, Zero. <laughs> you guys are like, <laughs> is going to slam Trixie into the ground. Yeah, you guys Jarrell are like, still on the ground. son of a bitch. <laughs> Paradil's just staring mouth agape at the scene. <laughs> what? Zero's just like, act like you've been there before. Well done, <laughs> sir. Sometimes we have to have a little anti-climax, you know, guys? It's like Do I'm we? watching the men drink. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good at that. So... I'm going to tell you something, fellas. You have currently in your possession everything you need to build an airship. Yeah. What do you do? All right, we're going to go build an airship. Right so now. about that, though, <laughs> let's go get the moon shoes. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to the moon shoes. <laughs> Am I just gonna roll, stroll onto my brand new airship without moon shoes? <laughs> hey, yeah. well, how do you, you know what happened the last time we got on an airship? We'd be stupid not to go get the moon shoes. Although we don't really have to go. Also, he, if you recall, the Thane said that his enchantresses could prob- probably do something like to cast a spell, but 
Oh, yeah. They don't have shoes. And Zero already said he would get on building them. That's yeah. true. By the time if Where's we ever have to return, shoes? we will have moon shoes. Well, we want to return. Okay. Where's our moon shoes? I'll be working on them in the mobile lab that I will be installing in the ship. Oh, so the whole ship's not the lab like the keep is? Because I remember you, I, I do remember Zero referring to the, yeah. the, the entire keep at one point as the, as the greater lab. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, the ship is the greater the periphery lab. Periphery of the lab. <laughs> the immediate area of his workbench is where he'll be working on the moon shoes. Now, the greater lab is where the moon shoes will be tested, of course. Can you put a wedge? the greater lab. Could, right. could you put like a sweet red racing stripe on mine? I don't see why not. Nice. The red ones go faster. Did we leave all that gold in the mountain too? Yes, yeah, we yeah. did. So we do want to swing back <laughs> to that and guess once we have the airship. What you don't have right now means to fly yet. You right. gotta but build we have, the airship. Yeah, we gotta let's do the airship. Right. But you do have a treasure stash in the mountains yeah. that we told yeah. the giants about. No, no, no. You told the giants you brought some back. Oh yeah, he did tell the giants he about that the gi- twice. But it seemed, you also earned the respect of the king. He seemed to be cool with you guys. Like, you literally just killed two dragons, and, like, yeah, you earned the horde. Like, you, you, you were gracious enough to give them back their stuff. You but were we weren't cool enough to get uh, So before yeah. we leave the mountains, Jarrell is going to make sure that Manservant... Because we've already established long ago that there's an ice chest in uh, Manservant's chest. Yeah, I think I do remember that. And We don't have to explain how that works. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> um, Freon. So, is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. gonna put like a little bit of extra snow. Just pack it in there, yeah. In there, and then put my little dragon egg. Oh yeah, I forgot you in. found a dragon egg. You just dragon eggs down there. Snow in the yeah. But did you? Didn't two of you take this? Quinn also has a dragon egg. Would you like to refrigerate your dragon egg? Jarl will totally down with that if you want to refrigerate it. Is yes. he like he? Yeah, he must be like watching Jarrell pack this dragon egg in. Yeah, it's up to it's up to him what he wants to do with his. He's putting his in the freezer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> with you know whatever you guys actually remember what I told you about dragon eggs. If you don't remember, that's that's on you. I told you. No, I know. Okay. <laughs> He's just freezer deciding what to do with egg. it. Right. I'm debating whether egg. I want freezer egg. Freezer egg. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, both dragon eggs are in the freezer box thing that Mansurin is carrying. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, a, it's like a magical cooler. So it's a magical lot of things. It's a chest of holding. Manservant <laughs> is a dragon egg incubator right now. Yes. Two eggs. He's carrying the incubator, but yes. Mm. But yeah. the eggs are in yeah. the ice. Yeah. The eggs are in him. <laughs> <laughs> the eggs were inside him the whole time. The whole time. Hedrick's just astounded. You guys are talking about moon shoes, airships, stashes of gold, and dragon eggs in the freezer. Yeah, Welcome to the crew. His <laughs> mind is bothered. We are being very nonchalant about all of this. Yeah. So that no, does make sense that somebody should be reacting pretty like, wow, this is amazing. Like, you say one thing, oh, you see another, oh, and then you go, oh, and then the other, oh, like on the ground. See, Quinn, you just got to earn your fans. Right. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, he's warming up to me. Yeah. He's warming up to me. You have a fucking Jets hoodie on. I didn't even realize you were sitting next to you. Why would you announce <laughs> that? He's from New York. We've addressed York. Okay. this before. I know. We've addressed this before. It still doesn't. The shock is already happening. It still doesn't. 
Yeah, but I didn't realize you had it on tonight. But like, listen, we're all friends. I've, I've been sitting okay. next to you for three hours. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. He's not In looking at you. podcast time, that's like two weeks. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> That's so two fucking weeks I've been sitting here with a jet fucking <laughs> You should probably wash it. You should probably wash it. That's, that's a little too much uh, the, the pot calling the, the kettle black there, Hablet. You know. Why? Oh. You stink! You just call the kettle black. Hablet <laughs> <laughs> bays on a quarterly basis. He does, regularly he does, he does do basis. it on a regular basis. He he how regular? We don't know. That's like that vague language you always give, right? Mm. When you want to just like offer up a, a, just a range of time that's really not de- you know there's no real definite borders to it yeah like periodically he in a bit he bathes question mark yeah <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of bathing um i'm assuming you guys are going to head back to where the airship is being built i definitely saw the connection to bathing on that yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Worst segue ever. <laughs> you have something that flies, so we should go take care of that. I mean, unless there's really anything else you want to do. No, let's go make things. No, fly. I think we need to go make an airship. That way, the people who are going to fly in the airship maybe get some input on the airship. This is great mm-hmm. because part of what I wanted to do with this episode, since um, I'm getting ready to hand the reins back over to Dave, is. It's going to take some time for an airship to get built. So I kind of want to address what happens over the course of the next two months. <gasps> oh. Oh, shit. Bow, wow. So bow, bow. you guys, <laughs> you know, return back to the airship and we get, you know, like you can see it's still being assembled, right? Like uh, there's now actual like, like, um, like wooden supports and like scaffolding and stuff like that, holding it up now. Like the mages are no longer having to suspend it. They're exhausted, right? But they've been able to build the supports around this thing. It actually has like a structure to it. You know, it's starting to take shape. Um, and, you know, at some point the Sky Obsidian is going to, you know, arrive back down. They're going to add it to the ballast, right? There's still some open sections, but they're able to now as- assemble it without like any magical assistance, right? Because things were starting to go a little haywire and they weren't trying mm-hmm. to rely on that shit for, mm-hmm. for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, you see B. Bumbleson, you know, you kind of give him the air elemental, I'm assuming. You know, you guys are congratulating. The project is like very happy with the work that you've been able to do. Um, they also update you that the people that um, you had rescued from the Beholder, um, you know, they're, they're starting to set up some infrastructure there to mine the guests. They were going to be paying the people a fair wage because Zero was able to negotiate that in a contract, you know, with them. So they they're being well taken care of now, and you've kind of supported that community. Just kind of recapping you, it's like you guys did actually you surprisingly did some good here amid all of the fucking horrible shit <laughs> that you also done. So it's like I do want to highlight the fact that like you you did do like some good things. It took it took you you kind of took a weird path to get there, but you still accomplished this. Mm-hmm. You should feel proud of yourselves. I always feel proud of myself. Um, but I'm kind of curious. Like w- this is the first time the party has ever had downtime, mm-hmm. and I really want to give you know some of the folks here. Um, a moment, and we're going to make sure that Mord has this moment as well when he gets back, because we're going to ask him what he's been through the last couple months, and obviously uh, if there are any wardrobe highlights, because sorry, not sorry, folks. like That's amazing. But I'm just going to, why don't we just roll initiative to see 
Like where we start. <clears throat> kind of want to open this up a little bit. We're going to roll initiative again. Yeah, but this is more for just like the story. I think we're going to be saving the best for last. Not this one. <laughs> so, uh, Quinn, what'd you get? A seven. Uh huh. Okay, Hoblet. 15. Ooh, baby. You finally got a good one. Yeah, watch this. Also a seven. Zero's oh. got a seven, and ha- Quinn definitely has the advantage there. Maybe what's your dex bonus? Um, my initiative bonus is plus three. Ooh. And dex bonus is also plus three. Yeah. yeah. So That's Zero's seven. got the advantage. Yep. Great. Uh, Hedrick. Uh, one means first place, right? <laughs> <laughs> really? I- even when I wanted to lose, he beats me. Rolling and that. Damn it! Rolling and that. Can you leave in when Quinn said, "Guess we're saving the best for last." God damn it! Oh, we have to now. This Fuck is- my life. So, uh, yeah, you still add your initiative bonus to it, though. It's a four. Okay, but yes, so you net one initiative. So we got Hedrick at a four. So currently, the best is sitting in last, uh, according to Quinn. Um, Perido, what do you got? Uh, 21. Oh, yeah, way better than a four. And Jarrell? 16. Yeah. Okay, cool. You rolled a 16 or you have a 16 empty? You I have fucker. a 16. <laughs> Went ahead of you that time. So, Peridil, what do you spend the next two months working on? Um, well, first, Peridil has been thinking a lot about Jamiroquai. And if he maybe did like a a little bit better job on the hilt of his uh, sword. Mm-hmm. I think it could have like some extra oomph to it. I think. What do you want to do to it exactly? Um, Let's I get a little creative with this. Basically, put it back on my bench, and basically the handle and the hilt does not quite fit my hand quite right. It could okay. be it could be a little bit better. Um, the weighting on it could be a little bit better, and. Like in terms of you know the the strength and the hardness of the steel and mm-hmm. like the shape and form of the blade, I feel like I just nailed it. Mm-hmm. But the hilt and the handle, you can try to reforge the hilt. Yeah, to be so, a little bit more balanced. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna try to add weight to it. Try to sand out some rough edges and. Yeah, I mean, there's a mobile forge here. Like the you know like the Omega Project is set up like it's you know all of its facilities here. You have a representative. Even, even you know Felix is actually here. Um, you see him back again, and he. Uh, helps like take you to like where they're doing all that stuff you know just like he seems to be busy doing something himself mm-hmm. but he shows you you know where to where you can forge all this stuff I would like for you to make me um, why don't we make it a dexterity check with your thieves with, with, smith's tools with your, yeah with your smith's tools like a, so that's gonna be with your proficiency right yeah okay um d- that, that that means it's why do you specify it's a dexterity check with so the tools? Dexterity bonus plus proficiency bonus. Okay. That's what essentially that means. Right. Okay. That's what it already Yeah. Is. It should okay. already so be nothing, in, nothing just, addition yeah. to okay. Right. Right. Just making sure that you understand. Okay. okay. All right. So making a check with my Smith's tools. Uh huh. All right. Cool. <laughs> oh, no. Now hold on. It does mean first place. Like I um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was that a s- now, guys? I don't want Fuck, to. That's for a saving throw. I don't want to spoil. Like uh, you know, I don't want to give too much away or hold too many hands here. But there are some people here who might be sitting on an, uh, an yeah. inspiration token. That's what I was just about to bring up. And oh you can God. use those on your allies mm-hmm. as well. 
So I'm just asking if anyone would like to do anything to help Peridil before we get to what happens. I wanted to obviously use this at some point. I wanted to use this at some point. Uh-huh. But um, would I be able to inspire him like naturally playing my music as one of my normal abilities? No. No. Okay, I have to use this. Well, I will use this because even though I just met Peridil, I wanted to... Uh, Make just, an impression on Just as you're about to make like um, a mistake, a fatal mistake in your forging process, Hedrick happens to pop into the forge. Just catches my attention before I make my fatal strike. His, or po- uh, potentially misaligned strike. His perfect playing reminds you of how perfect of a blacksmith you are. Or yes. <laughs> he starts playing you an inspirational tune. I take a pause. I think about... How else I can make this move? <laughs> yeah, this decision you're about to make here. Okay. Uh, it's a 16. 16? I mean, you're able to get it to be a more balanced, but unfortunately you don't add any additional properties to the weapon. Wanted to, since, already, since already magical, I wanted to kind of make it a little bit more difficult. <coughs> yeah, sure. So, yeah, so I figured you know, you wanted to set the DC a little higher. Yeah. But you were close. It does feel a little bit better, but it's still not quite right. I mean, you can probably attempt this more over the next, like, you know. Yeah, sure. Like, we have a lot of time. In some sort of tasteful interval, I will yeah. maybe attempt it again. <laughs> yeah. There, there will be facilities for this on the airship. Sure. Yes, very true. Um, is that the only thing I want to spend two months on? No, that'll, I mean, that'll take a little bit of time. You know what? Why don't we go with that and I'll come back to you. We'll kind of okay. do it. We'll kind of keep going in initiative here. All right, here. cool. Can I, I address like, like maybe one or two things at a time? I, I kind of like to maybe, you know, just explore a downtime. It's very rare that the heroes aren't like going crazy, killing a bunch of shit. Like you finally have time to get your affairs in order. You got a lot of shit going on. You've had a busy year, year I and no a half. Yeah. Year and a like, half. You're about to like, like, this is like getting on this airship means like, okay, like, it's a, like things are starting to like you now have full access to even the places that are a little too dangerous to go, and like the greatest task at hand here is obviously like you got to stop what's coming, it seems, and you got to you know we're gonna have to figure out how that's gonna work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the apocalypse is coming, so it's like these are maybe some of like the best times you're gonna have for a little while. You think, Jarrell? What would you like to spend some time doing? Um. Jarrell is pretty much going to have a very structured routine to all of his days. Um, he'll wake up, he'll eat breakfast. And is it pancakes? And ham. Okay. And bacon. Right. And right. toast. And there it is. <laughs> Eggs. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he's going to spend a lot of time <clears throat> next to the incubator, uh, praying. Uh, and he's going. I'm going to spend time trying to contact Valen if Through I the can helmet. Yeah. to see how things are going roll when me a, she has time. Roll me a D100. Oh lord. Literally. This one. Yeah. Just this one. No, both of them. You have one's the 10 spot, one's the 51. Um, no. Okay. You get actually no response ever from Valen. At all. Okay. This is odd because this was a direct line mm-hmm. before the events of Tarantis unfolded. Was. Right. That's what he said, was. Like, there was no question. If you called, there was a response. Right. If, so, <gasps> this is, this is not, this is strange to you. Um, 
How far is the citadel from here? The oh, uh, the other side of the continent. Like okay. You're on the you're on the western coast. That's on the eastern coast. Okay. So High Rock, east coast, Dragonport, west coast. Sure. Yeah, Jarrell is just going to spend most of his time praying and trying to tend to the eggs and hang out with your lackeys and mm-hmm. eat a yeah. lot of breakfast. Yeah, you see at one point, uh, Dil- you see Dilvertrum has been kind of hanging around, but he's finally sort of loosened up a little because you guys are sort of staying local. Um, he may or may not pop up in you know one of your activities. Just letting you know. Uh, we're going to go to Hoblet. Night number one. <laughs> <laughs> Hoblet War Journal. Wow. Um... <laughs> I'm dirty. Oh no! <laughs> from, uh, how, how dirty? <laughs> dirty. What? How dirty, dirty are you? You know, from a series of adventures. Yeah, you didn't really freshen up when you were up in the. Ever. You were you were given every opportunity to do that up in jacuzzi. the cloud giant area. Fine, I'm fine. Yeah, that doesn't help. No, no. that just made it worse. worse. <laughs> that just made it worse. Um, I'm assuming that there's a uh, Robert Kraft style massage parlor around here. In, in, in Dragonport itself, there would definitely be a massage parlor, yeah. Okay. Um, Hoblet is going to go in with a sack of gold. <laughs> uh-huh. He's going to... You don't say. He's going to take one hit of his acid. Oh, no. You still have that. He's going to pay women to bathe him while tripping. And then he's just going to spend the next six to seven weeks drinking and banging and doing random wow. recollecting the filth. Yeah. <laughs> so not bathing. Yeah, so he's going to cycle of, but it's going to so be the a cycle first of night like yet. filth and then cleansing. Yep. It's like a weird, like almost yep. like you're like, it's like self flagellation or something <laughs> like that. You know what really, I'm saying? Where it's just like. Are you dirtier <laughs> or cleaner when you come back after the two months? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, devotionals to clang it in take on many forms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were clang it in. Hobbit is so gross. <laughs> and then the last week, uh, I'm going to spend rehoning my uh, fighting skills. Uh, yes, and maybe applying the Mithril that you got yes. to Trixie. Yep. So now Trixie can be wielded one-handed. We're going to go to Quinn. No, Zero. Okay, so Zero is doing a few things. Something he's taken to doing in the mornings is um, visiting the Chow Hall where the Omega Project scientists and uh, some of the other people involved in the airship are. Mm -hmm. And he drinks his morning coffee in a mug that says world's best pilot. Just, you know, sipping, walking around during the breakfast hour every morning around all the people who might be influenced over who gets to fly the ship. <laughs> Including us. Just a moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, actually, everyone here must make... Oh, ready, ready to roll. <laughs> wisdom <laughs> saves? Um, yeah. yeah. Yes, wisdom saving throw. I mean, I always assumed it would be either you or Pregnard, who's <laughs> uh, obviously the two most capable. I feel like Pregnart's calling is in the galley. You've convinced 
all of the Omega Project people that are surrounding you. Every single one. I was I had like 4D20 that I was representing like groups of like 20. <laughs> and they were they were all sub 10 roles. So <laughs> they totally totally believe you. Like you like everyone you when you guys walk into the room eventually like you know when he like where he's like kind of like you know just drinking something out of this mug and like you know, like getting the things pre- prepared for the airship. Like everyone's like, oh my God, Zero. Have you seen Zero? He is the most crack pilot I have ever seen in my entire life. He could fly anything. He could fly a horse. What? <laughs> Wait, how long is, what is the duration of, this is like a spell kind of thing? Until the label changes, right? It's, it's just the people in his area that he, he influences takes, he with this. Okay. Chug but, of it. Yeah. But People seem very confident around here in Zero's piloting I'm, abilities. I'm right, not going to roll because I'm at the whorehouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify. Well, I, I was think you mean the like Robert Kraft yeah. massage parlor. Okay. Zero turns toward <laughs> oh, the camera. Zero turns toward the camera. It helps that there are no other airship pilots in the world. Yes. There, there are, however, at least 10 people here wearing red shirts. Hmm. Good talk. That have been tasked to uh, assist with, uh, you know, the operations of the airship. Yeah. So Zero does that in the mornings. Now, during uh, most of the day in the afternoons, he's spent some time constructing the battle wagon. Oh, yes. This is going to be an ongoing project. Now, this was something that was, like, very subtly whispered or mentioned a couple of times because, like, Dave has sort of been, like, drawing things and just showing them to Hoblet for a little bit. <laughs> And like, you know, they've been passing notes a little back and forth, but there's been this idea since we were in the forest, right? You guys mm-hmm. collected a little extra enchanted wood. Yes. Um, to build a battle cart. Yes. A Something mobile. that can deploy from the airship. And you have a vehicle. Yes. A land vehicle. Yeah. I love this, obviously. Um, I would like for you to... Now, is that vehicle, could that be amphibious? We already have a boat. We could work on this, but let's start with getting it on wheels and rolling first. Let's work on Phibius first. (laughs) The AM part will come later. So we're going to spend a lot. I mean, two months is probably, you're going to probably spend the entirety of the two months building the battle cart. Yeah. That's going to take you. And making sure it integrates with the uh, the the cargo door of the airship. Sure. Uh, Would you deploy it via parachute? Um, A la Dumbo Drop? Otherwise, like a low approach and just pushing it out the back door. Right, I, just letting I, it roll. Okay. I imagine um, Kit from uh, Knight Rider when he comes out of the truck, like just like yeah. barrel rolls right down and can just like, like. If the world's best pilot is skimming it a few feet above the ground, yeah, we could probably drop that back door and kick the truck out the back. Oh and God. it's got a combat drop and good shocks. Yeah, so like when, yeah, yeah. No, we're designing this yeah. for combat. Drops I can, I can definitely picture that. And I'll, I'll just now that everyone knows that I'm the world's best pilot, I can refer to that final paragraph on, uh, on the mug of the boss again. Disadvantage every time you try to operate a vehicle, especially if you're trying to avoid hitting pedestrians. Buckle I already, up, I already know what needs to happen <laughs> oh, here. No, please, everyone. I hope there's no pedestrians in the air. Allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Do birds count as pedestrians? 
I'm going to have you make a check in a little bit just to kind of, I want to see maybe like just how efficient you are at like building this. Oh, sir. Um, like to see how long it may take. Can you make, uh, what, what kind of tools are you going to probably be using? Have somebody made craftsman, like some sort of like, is it carpenter's tools or going to be more like your smith's tools? Like make an argument for me. What tools yeah, you'd rather use for this? Just one set. Zero has proficiency in no tools at all, actually. I think we made you proficient in something. I forgot what it was. Maybe. Fuck it, but make Zero me a is also track. a project manager on the uh, Omega Project. I like and this. And can thus bring people, Omega Project scientists, onto a project. I, I, I mean, really, he's given me a compelling argument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. You <laughs> he's were... not building it. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no. He's delegating. I'm leading a team that's building it. Right. Yeah, he's delegating. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, great. Now, I'm just going to say this takes the rest of the time if you're okay, cool with that. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, the battle wagon is going to be great, yeah. and I'm going to have you describe it at the end of this before we're done here. Absolutely. So I'm going to have I'm going to go to Quinn now. Quinn, what are you spending your time doing? Yeah. Uh, hasn't had a lot of time no. to um, get his message out there. What message? Oh, there's going to be multiple messages. Oh, okay, okay. Let's uh, let's hear this. Um, so he spends most of his time down by the beach. Uh-huh. And uh, he... Alone? Um, mostly. Okay. Well... I'll, I'll, okay, so so this part of the two months, he is literally scrolling uh, stories about himself, like writing stories about oh, himself. Yeah. Okay, like wild lies, and uh, like burning some of the edges, like just making it look like they've been, you know, you know, through some. So you're art of you're doctoring these a little bit, is what you're saying? Correct. Okay. I, uh, I it's all written in third person as if somebody else is writing the stories about me. He doesn't know who his dad is. No okay. idea. Okay, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Keep, keep going. Keep going. He uh, he'll roll them up and mm, probably about once every four to five days, he throws the bottles into the ocean and uh, hopes that at some point somebody in the world reads these stories and uh, he's in this like kind of uh, stupor of somebody's going to actually care to read these stories uh, and he's hoping that he's going to have fans from all over know of the trials and tribulations so he's sort of like casting out this pod of master lord captain Quinn South. Something has happened. Okay. <laughs> In the meantime, uh-huh. I am also going through, uh, or, or Quinn is going through uh, Omega Project and uh, just recounting any story mm-hmm. that comes to mind. You're just telling people stories. I am literally just telling stories of myself. Um, every once in a while, I'll kind of trickle in, like a cool thing that somebody else in the group did. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I'm just kind of. But the focus is mainly on like you on as myself. You, like, I, now, when you are telling people the stories, mm-hmm. is it in first person or third person? Um, because the notes, the, the letters sure. were in third person. So the so right. It's important. So, to, it's important yeah. to. So I'm telling yeah. I'm telling the Omega Omega Project uh, workers uh, scientists. 
Uh-huh. Um, whoever's listening. Yeah, anyone um, around who's like, yeah, even all... the people in the city. I mean, like, you're not far from Dragonport. You can go into this, sure. in the, into town anytime you want and like, yeah. hang out with the like, yeah, civilization. Exactly. Right. And I'm constantly probably at the tavern. Yeah. Um, yeah, are, sharing are, stories. Yeah. yeah. Really just so, like, spreading the stories of your exploits. Are right. you avoiding your party members? Like, are you actively avoiding everybody else? I am only telling stories. When the party members aren't around. But you're telling stories about them? However, mostly about myself. Right. I I mean, I knew that. Sure. And like, yeah, trickling in them. Right. But when somebody is around or near me, I make them slightly a bigger star in the story. Okay. So you're embellishing for them if they're around. Um, Except Jarrell. I always tell the truth around Jarrell. Okay, make me a um, make me a persuade a performance check, please. Yes, good performance. Uh, Twenty one. That's fantastic because, well, I'll tell you in a little while. <laughs> I'll tell you in a moment because we're gonna yeah we're in, we're in the home stretch here. So, Hedrick, you're new to the group. You've been kind of taken in. Seems like you're going to be I'm new to boarding this wild and wacky adventure, like hanging out with the heroes. Uh-huh. Heard a dragon port, like yeah. <laughs> um, so the airship has him awestruck. The uh-huh. kind of technology that Zero is bringing in is just blowing his mind, and <clears throat> he feels like he could take advantage of this opportunity. Uh-huh. He wants to utilize uh, maybe some project members, uh, maybe just, uh, you know, running some ideas past zero mm-hmm. to outfit some amplifiers. Okay. Something that can project sound, uh, you know, to, to a greater effect. Um, maybe mountable, maybe, maybe for the, land cruiser or something that can be fashioned on the airship. I was going to say, are we talking about like airship sized um, speakers or like, you know, like amplifiers or are we talking about like a wearable amplifier? Mountable. Mountable amplifier. Yeah. Okay. There may not necessarily be enough room on the airship for that right now. However, they could fashion you some wearable amplifiers. That would work great. Um, yeah, because I think this would be incredible. It's like literally give you like like a portable like Boom magical box. magical speaker where you could project yourself. I'm imagining um, Frankie Wilde's wet there's, dream. There's a um, actually, I was just going to ask if you were at all interested in perhaps so blasting Wagner from an airship while we do combat drops or something. That sounds bitchy. They can fashion you this. It will take uh, roughly two months or so. Well, I I, I am aware of uh, some arcane stuff. In the, in the time that we've been apart, I learned some more magics. And one of the spells that I heard of was a shield spell that keeps things away. And what I'm thinking is more of something that can go up behind me to project it forward. So let's say a cone. A cone. Like a bowl behind the the end here, and it would just make the sound directed more, more yeah, a focused cone to have more strength. 
Okay, okay, I can I can work with this. So I'm going to say that this thing would allow you to in a uh, let's say I'm trying to think of like the best. I'm going to say that it's like a say a forty foot cone. All right, eh, let's do fifty. Nice, clean number right there. Fifty foot cone directly ahead of you. Um, you can, yes, sure, affect um, a number of creatures, um, if you're, you know, willing creatures, um, with the shield spell. You gain, you have, the device has um, three charges, and you regain them at dawn. Um, he's also going to spend a good amount of downtime busking and just trying to be out in the street, constantly playing, constantly moving, hitting spots. Avoiding avoiding certain other entertainers, he very much wants to claim his own corner. He doesn't want to bust in on anybody else's uh, spot, but he's getting a look around town. He's getting familiar with everything else going on and just trying to entertain some fresh faces. Yeah, I mean, this the, the city of Dragonport is definitely still bustling with trade, but it's definitely, like, the military is much, around here, is much more um, strict. They've... Um, I wouldn't say like martial law is in effect, but like the presence of the protectorate is uh, noted, right? It's very hard to like not be seen by somebody doing something. You know what I mean? Like everyone's on high alert. They're preparing for, you know, the unknown here. Like everything, the whole world's been turned on its head. Tarantis is gone. The undead are marching south. Like everything is terrifying. And they just want to make sure that, like, they're hypervigilant to make sure that the threat has not reached the South at all. Um, I think the first time you guys ever met Hedrick, he was in the Crucible Lands. Completely unaware, yeah. or at least seemingly that way. Mm-hmm. And I think he's still very much trying to hold on to that sentiment. So, being in a fresh city, being up in the clouds, being away from all of that influence has really just left him to his music, and so that's all he's doing. Uh, make me a performance check real quick, Hedrick. 14. Okay, I mean, yeah, you're you're pretty entertaining. Not bad. Yeah. I danced for the gang once. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll say that Not you, like, you make, you make enough to, like, you make a living wage, you know, just kind of doing that, you know, enough to kind of do, just kind of do you for a little while. Like, kind of get your, you know, kind of just enjoy oh, another, dude, you know, last bit of civilization and you know, performing before you're on the road, but for a different reason. Mm-hmm. And by on the road, I mean in the air, in an airship that you've never been on before in your entire life. Cruising the vistas. Yeah. I don't think any of us have. No. Well, well I mean, just that yeah. one time, but that wasn't really we all, on an airship. That was just falling in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been. Don't so, mind us. So we're just breezing through. Um, but after about, after about two months pass, um, there's there's a whispering around town, right? Like something something's going on, right? Uh, people are kind of crowding around in the streets. Um, you hear like one person shouting that they found something, and it's like the most beautiful thing that they've ever found in their entire life. And like people are gathering. I mean, like in like this like you know like this like squares so, like whatever they can hear it. And one of you 
as you guys are kind of, I mean, you guys inevitably catch word of this, but it's like there seem to be stories of Quinn. Um, and uh, someone that, like, you know, having, he knew someone that, like, was talking about, like, you had been talking about this Captain Quinn Southwind in town. And then he went fishing the other day and found, like, some bottle. And like read one of the stories and like cried <laughs> because he was, it was so beautiful and he was so inspired and he's like gathering this crowd and telling your story. And all of a sudden it's like the, the name Lord Captain Quinn Ma- Southwind. Ma- Master Lord. Oh, Master Lord. Master Lord. <laughs> Master Lord Captain Quinn Southwind. Master Lord Captain Quinn Southwind. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> it's, it's a mouthful like something else of mine the master lord captain has become a, <laughs> Jesus a Christ. big dough a legend talk about a master lord in this area so um, guys you remember when I made that face earlier some of you may have noticed that I got very surprised so I rolled a d100 and I was like yeah you know what are the chances someone finds this and like you know like something happens I rolled a 100 wow 100 chance like it's just like it's all zeros, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, hundred percent. Quinn is about to be the most popular person on the West Coast. <laughs> Winning! <laughs> yes. It's not long before tales of the Master Lord Captain and his friends, the heroes of the Kingdom of Vesh. Jesus Christ. You actually rolled a 100? Yes. That's amazing. I was, watching, I was watching him take a picture of something. I was like, either yeah. this is going to really like bomb what I just did I to, or I it's going to be awesome. I believed you. I saw your face. Oh, wow. It's and super I was exciting. not paying attention, but Phil, just, when that happened, he was like, something happened. Yeah. <laughs> Something's <laughs> happening. Quinn, you are the you are the talk of the town the I mean, and it's like it's it is the Master Lord Captain and the heroes of the Kingdom of Vesh. That's okay. awesome. Um, this is where we step up to what regional heroes or <laughs> yeah, you probably you could just start to step above that now because Wait it's not going to be long before these stories spread coast to coast. Almost. Oh, there. We're on the west coast here. Yeah. So like they have like the internet. Oh. So, you know, word travel, it still takes some time. By bottle, apparently. When back to the same place that you started in. Right, I was gonna say, <laughs> well, one of them was bounded, like, circle catch, back, yeah. catch the tide wrong. It, it would be, That's it, why I did a bunch. It would be even funnier if they all just floated, like, slightly downhill and all collected on one fisherman's pier. That's what I thought. I thought he, he rolled, like, a real fail no. something. Like, he's collected the all, whole tome. Right, one person is getting the yeah. same message so and, like... One fishing well, net got it, pulled it, it in. It could pay and off because this is now Quinn's biographer, this old fisherman who's yeah. decided to... To follow Fair. the path of Master Lord. You Captain even Quinn's see that up. Dilbertrum has picked up one of the copies, like one of the reprints of this letter. Ooh, there's a reprint. Yes. Oh. Somebody's pirating your shit, man. Right, dude. Uh, or, yeah, fuck that shit. They're They're royalty. People are merchandising without you. We'll have to address that at some <laughs> what? point. So, Wait a minute. First world problems. But, but do I have, do oh. I have my own um, action figure? I don't know, but along with that sort Not of fandom yet. Yet. comes fan fiction. And that's where the real meat of the matter often lies. 
I'm I'm just I'm getting a little excited about the erotic fiction that's going to come of it. I'm saying, yeah, that's. <laughs> it's also kind of creepy it's too. Fiction it's just like strangers erotic. talking about like your shit. No, it's not. Oh, okay, there you go. So never mind, uh, guys. But I, this I, is I exactly what I wanted. This is exactly what Queen wanted. Can I can I roll to see how long it takes for Jarl to realize what's happening? Oh, yeah. you would know immediately. I think Jarl will try. He'll always laugh whenever he hears one of the stories, and he'll make sure that they're aware that whatever they was killed in that story that Jarrell killed it. <laughs> I think you're too little too late on this. Oh, probably. But that's why <laughs> that's why he just laughs it off I mean, and like makes a makes a incorrect correction. I mean, they're all popular by association now. So I mean he right. you can tell whatever stories he wants, but I mean like they all know it it's the, it was the Quinn show apparently this entire time. Wow. This guy literally just wrote himself to be I mean it's always been the Quinn the show. person. <laughs> I'm I am yeah. now going to be the man the myth and the legend. Master What's, Lord Captain Quinn Southwind. I can't wait for my next title. <laughs> I'm really curious how you guys are going to figure out how to name this airship. Um, well, I think that maybe that's something we should decide. For flies a lot? Before we decide, I'd like to let some of our audience members who are here at this time mm-hmm. listening to this episode... Why don't you talk to us for a minute? Why don't you send them some stuff, Twitter, Discord, email. Stir it up. Give some information Mm. during our closing here. Help us uh, really properly name our airship. We'll all discuss it internally. We'll pick our favorite name, and that will be the name of the airship. Oh. And we'll actually use it this time. We'll actually use it this time. (laughs) I promise. Well, there's much more of you now than there were when we first started. So, because Sir Ships a Lot was a long time ago. Yeah, there's at least five more people. At least. At least. Um, yeah. How, uh, that, so that's one of the things I wanted to just quickly address before we finished here. Thank you. Um, and if uh, you're a weird AI space alien that has visited the Earth from the future and, or in the future, I'm sorry, you're probably not taking name suggestions anymore. Yeah, sorry. I mean, you're too late. But, I mean, we still love you anyways. Yeah, sorry. We, we recorded this like 2,000 years before you were listening yeah, to it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm really glad it's still around, but we kudos as well for creating the technology to listen to 2,000-year-old recordings. And and being able to understand it. Still possessing a language that's capable of, right. you know, understanding this. I hope this. that we have not totally disappointed you in the human race. We probably have, but that's okay. Because I'm willing it? to accept that. I'm not. Ook, they ook, might not have to invent anything. Podcast. <laughs> they might not have to invent anything. When I die, I'm just going to leave my computer on. It'll be there. Then 2,000 years later, they'll find it. They blew it up, you the, monster. The porn? <laughs> do you think What's there'll the be enough? No, the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think there'll be enough in the podcast to reassemble your collective consciousness back into the... Uh, Ooh. You know? I'm sure there will. And I hope oh my God, that's they gonna be don't a do that because it'll be a weird guy. Podcasts are forever. Because that's just our on-air personality. Like, it's a strange think about dude that that's going to merge from there. Yeah. Uh, Pregnart would be a significant percentage oh my God. of your personality. <laughs> Actually, well, yeah, I mean, he already is. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, he ain't come from nowhere, man. So guys, you know, like, I kind of wanted to leave it on, uh, you know, this nice, nice, easy, beautiful place to hand off to Dave, okay. um, as we mm. are going to take off potentially in this airship and explore the world in a completely different way. 
Um, thank you all for coming along in this journey with me. Yay. It's been a long one. I'm the tired. collection arc. Yeah, right? <laughs> the this the collection quest after the collection quest. That was that was a long arc. Yeah. Yeah. It was but, great arc. But I mean but you was, had to I earn mean, you had my to arc earn that before airship. That was super long. Right. Too. I think that's yeah, top that's five arcs. Arc right. Definitely top five. I got it. You got to earn that airship. Yeah. Right. Top you ten. Worked hard for it. It feels like you like Top five. Now, with all the work that you put into getting this airship, obviously, you're gonna want to take care of her. Hoblet's gonna light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's to the shock the of zero people. <laughs> well, we'll find out if that happens next time on Hapless Heroes. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate you. If you like what you heard, you can find us on the internet. We're at Twitter and uh, Instagram at Hapless Heroes. Uh, we also have a subreddit slash r slash Hapless Heroes podcast, but those places will point you to our Discord server, as we mentioned earlier, where you can hang out, talk to us, help knit, help us name our ship, talk about wacky, wild things, share pictures of your cats, talk about pretty much whatever. We're just kind of hanging, share memes, talk about things with spoilers, but if you, spoiler th- if you don't spoiler tag that crap, we will publicly shame you. And as you know by now, my new hot take is cereal is not soup. Ooh. I disagree. But isn't it? It's, it's like gazpacho. It's cold soup. Is milk broth? Nope. Let's, yeah. let's, what uh, if you eat your cereal dry? I mean, I mean yes. and if it's Bingo. about cereal, isn't it more of a cold take than a hot take? hey Unless Again, you're eating cereal. Again, just a sample. Just a sample. We can bowl it over. Of the types of discussions and arguments... That you can have with us <laughs> on our Discord server. If you really, really, really like us, though, you can leave us a five star review on the podcast service of your choice. Uh, we really appreciate it. You all have written us some wonderfully kind words. It uh, means a tremendous amount to us, us weird and strange individuals who um, just love doing this. And, like, if you super, super like us, guess what? You can donate to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash heroes. We have some real silly rewards discord rolls hoblet's notebook unreleased audio just a whole bunch of stuff to peruse on there it's a great time i'm constantly adding more stuff as i can you know we're trying to give make you really feel like you know for those of you who are donating to us like you're getting your money's worth that we're giving you that extra bit that little that that nice mm, that little extra under the hood when i have ridiculousness i haven't brought it up in a while but we still are advertising tasteful nudes as well right <laughs> I, I still have them that's still, still have all of them. Uh, that's still on the table yeah we no one's like, reached like the level on Patreon, but yeah taste and it's one of those it's yeah. one of the hidden goals before you become a regular you better know that that's part of the i package. thought it was just kind of like you know the initiation <laughs> process come say. on for two episodes but first we got to get all these pictures like now. you'll know when you get there you know what I mean? You'll know because like, once know. you hit just... that th- hit that threshold, like they'll cu- they're coming your way. Right. Whether you want them or not. A steady stream. If someone's gonna give us that much money, John, they want them, and they can have all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and if you really like us, right now you like us. Um. You may be sort of a bashful person and may be deterred from some of my suggestions because they may be too public or too out in the open. Oh, here we go. What did you say? Painful. Slightly illegal. (laughs) Crass. Morally incomprehensible. (laughs) This is a good one to do privately if you're into into that sort of thing. thing. (laughs) 
So go to uh, go to like a hunting store and uh, get some uh, beaver urine and uh, cover yourself in that, and then uh, find a beaver lodge situated upon a beaver dam, of course, and uh, climb inside and befriend the beavers and play them the fanciful tales of our podcast. But that's not where it ends because you should also coerce those beavers into joining your uh, theater group and um, <laughs> performing reenactments of your favorite tales from our podcast. I, I would watch that. And it's if you're bashful. But you're only performing them for you and the beavers. That's right? true. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, you wouldn't have had a theater group before entering the Beaver Lodge, I assume, because you're a very bashful private person. But you might find a home among the beavers. It's right. impossible to have stage fright when performing in front of beavers. And it's impossible it's not to form a theater group when you befriend a group of beavers. And it's, it's impossible to make this work without the piss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, my logic there was the beavers will trust you if you're covered in their own Because <laughs> if there's anything we've learned... Humans will trust another human covered in their own piss. <laughs> I always Not do. Not just their piss. I always your do. Piss. Someone your else's <laughs> store-bought urine. <laughs> it's sterile. Okay. I'm wondering if it's organic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, depending well, on the it came beavers. from an organ. Could you imagine if that's how humans had to meet other humans? You had to go to the store, buy something to our I mean, would be Bill Gates. I mean, to be, oh, to be oh, fair, oh, to be oh, fair, oh. some some colognes were made right. of people's sweat. He's right. So, He's right. I mean, to be fair, we have done that. Wow. How do you get that yeah. job? How did it we make like it, you're making the sweat? I mean, like you have to eat something, so it always smells the same. It's usually uh, some famous person. How did we get here? There's a great kids in the hall sketch. You <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah, it's, it's always your Does fault. Anybody remember that? <laughs> I remember the show, but I don't remember this. Oh. What did I do? Well, Fran, when did you get here? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a show I think that I was outroing at some point. Um, oh, good luck. Uh, so I guess I'm gonna. I guess I guess I'll do that. Uh, I'm gonna go up for my right this time, I guess, and just outro this cast. Uh, John is Lord Terrell of the Light. Until next time. Zach is Pair to Lincoln Woods. Good night and good luck. The illustrious Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. Thank you! Thank you! Dave as Omega Project Prototype Zero. Drag pull to love. <laughs> hey, we're on the West Coast here. <laughs> and also Zero Valence Avatar for whatever. I'm just going to say That's both it. titles. Whatever. Hoblet, the Smasher, played by James. To infinity and beyond. And the Master Lord Captain, Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. Please, no autographs unless you line up very nicely to my right. And I am Francesco. I have been your host and DM. Thanks for joining me on this adventure. Tune in next week when something else wacky is going to happen. Bye. 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 Farewell. Bye. Good night. Goodbye. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>